what we gonna do right here is go back. Way back. Back into time. It's time to kick it old school with a new school flair. Taking you back to a time where things felt good. Wow! I feel good. Welcome to Old Fashioned Health. Today is the day to take back your health. Old Fashioned Health is just the right place to do it. Your host, Alvin, is determined to make sure you are in good health inside and out. Now, the time has come for some good Old Fashioned Health right here on 1100 AM. Here's Alvin! Okay! What's up, everybody out there? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? I had the co-host trying to um, <laughs> man, 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 the uh, plane because I was trying to get to my seat in the cockpit and he was already here, right, kind of, right. sort of. Well, you normally do the introduction of your name. It would sound weird with me saying your name, so only because my name is Alvin Edmund first, but okay. it ain't no first or second, it's, you know. It's, it's, it's a run on how we. I mean, the plane can't fly without two of us, yeah, right? right? Yeah, ex- absolutely right. We already trying to fly for Black Lives Matter. You trying yes. to separate? You know, we everything in here is cohesive together. Yes, it is. All right. So listen, y'all, we have a wonderful show today. Today is Juneteenth, man. Juneteenth. Juneteenth. Yes. Juneteenth. Uh, so happy Juneteenth to all, everybody out there listening to us. We would love to have you all on us today. So please call in. We, we, we got an open, we got an open mic, open night today. Open mic, open mic day today. The number is 404-603-8770 is the number to call. 404-603-8770. 8770 is the number to call. All right, man. So give them a little insight on Juneteenth. I knew you yeah. was going to ask me that. So yeah, I had some, you know, some people made. I had some. This, this is when we were actually freed as slaves um, on Juneteenth. It wasn't July 4th, just so you know. Some people think it was July 4th, but it was not July 4th. But I got some information about Juneteenth I want to share with you all. Uh, and and kind of what, how do I want to put this? Um, so they count well. The article says whitewashed and erased. There's a reason why Juneteenth isn't taught in schools and education. Educators is what educators say. Okay, a, Connect, a Connecticut fourth grade social studies uh, textbook falsely claimed that slaves were treated just like family. Yeah, take that candy out because uh, you you the one gave me this. It, continue. It's so good, y'all. But I'm gonna give it. Okay, anyway. You, you, you are filming this? No, I'm not filming. Oh, okay. I'm actually pulling up some information. Okay, so a Texas geographer, uh, geography textbook referred to enslaved Africans as workers in Alabama. Up until 1970, fourth, grade, fourth graders learned in a textbook called No Alabama that slave life on the plantation was one of the, happy, <laughs> was one of the happiest ways of life. This is called No Alabama, right? K-N-O. In contrast, the historian and the educator pointed out many children in the U.S. education systems are not taught about major black historical events such as uh, Tulsa uh, race uh, massacre. Y'all know about that. Uh, they don't talk about that. They don't talk about Juneteenth, uh, the June 19th commemoration of the end of slavery in the United States. As the country grappled with the racial uh, reckoning following the killing of George Floyd in police custody, educators said that, that said that. That's what hap- that ha- that what ha- that what has and has not been taught in school have been part of the erasing of the history of the systematic racism in America and the contribution of black people and other majority minority groups. 
So this year for me, Juneteenth probably means more to me than I've actually realized. I've, Juneteenth has gone by many years that I've seen it, seen it. But to pay attention to it and really feel good about it being commemorated like it should be, mm-hmm. I think has a lot to do with a lot of the stuff that has happened up until we had George Floyd, Sandra Bland. Uh, I mean, I can go on and on. I hate listening to all those people that have actually yeah. died. And, and so the young people now are like, you know what? They they tired already at their at their, at their age. age. Yeah. I'm tired, and I'm and I know I'm older than them. But they's like, okay, at 21 or 19, I'm tired. You tired already? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because see, I think they're realizing that what they have been taught is not true. Just like this, this these kids were taught in school uh, about to my slavery was just like family. We wasn't family. Yeah. Not sleeping in the shed. N- not at all. And no. then you coming outside when you feel like you want to randomly take my wife or and or me yeah. and do what you want to do. That's not. That's not family. Well, my, my dad always say, you know, um, know your history or you're bound to repeat it. And that's something he's always stated. And um, speaking of that, this mm-hmm. morning, just not to cut you up with the... This one morning, sheet of paper today? One sheet of paper, man. I don't even know where my clipboard is, but I have my, my list of stuff. But okay. I was watching the History Channel, mm-hmm. and um, there's a show that came on. It's called uh, Black Patriots, um, Heroes of the Revolution. Mm. And it was very, very interesting because it took a... Um, Different point of view on the soldiers that fought and the oh here okay thank you appreciate it I left it here yesterday so I, I now have my clipboard <laughs> but yeah definitely uh, it's narrated by uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar okay and it gives a lot of information like I put it on this morning while I was working doing some things man and I was just you know the graphics what was the name of it it's called Heroes of the Revolution mm. and it's a one hour special um, and it's called the actual name of it's called Black Patriots. Okay. Yeah, but it's okay. on the History Channel, so check that out whenever you get an opportunity, especially, you know, what's going on now. Because, I mean, a lot of, like you say, that historical element we're not aware of or we're misinformed or we just kind of believe from what we see now. And um, this is a major milestone for milestone mm-hmm. um, mark in history, timeline that is actually taking place now with all of the stuff that is going on. And, yeah. We, um, we were doing... Oh, go ahead. I got a little comment to make on. You speak know, on it, brother. Speak on it. You know, Juneteenth. You know, okay. today is a special day, but I advise anybody to check out this new Spike Lee movie that just came out called it's, Five Bloods. Okay. And um, where can it be what located? It what is it on? On Netflix. On Netflix. And it's about you know these Vietnam soldiers that went to war, came back from the war, experienced racism, and end up going back to Vietnam. You know, I don't. I'm not sure if it's based on the true story, but I'm pretty sure it is. You know, yeah, you have pro- to get your ideas from somewhere. somewhere so yeah. Check that out. I like that. Yeah, we're going. You know what? And I think we should do more than just February being the month to talk about Black history. I think Black history is every day, all every day. day. Yeah. You know, yeah. we have some uh, very uh, positive brothers uh, and out right around us. You know, you and I are doing a lot of things and and things like that. So we should share. As often as we can about our own people. And if anybody has anything that they would like to share on the topic of Black History, Juneteenth, or something positive, because we're doing all positive stuff today on behalf of Juneteenth, right? Juneteenth. Uh, the number again to call is 404-603-8770. We are here. This is your platform like it is ours. And we like for people to share their thoughts and inspirations. And different perspectives. And different perspectives because we don't know it all, but we are willing to learn more. Definitely. And a big shout out to all the fathers out there. We're going into right. uh, Father's, Father's Day, Day weekend. Right? Yeah, okay. if your dad, a stepdad, a big brother, uncle, a mentor, or whatever it is, if you're giving some type of guidance in someone's life, you know what I'm saying, to make it a little bit 
easier for them, then I think that counts as well. So shout out to all the the fathers and dads and stuff out there. Okay. All right. Um, so we got to, you know, we usually do lift every voice and sing the yeah. Black National Anthem. Uh, so we have a new version that we're just going to play just today. Really? Yeah, I'd, I'd not heard it, but it's, it, it sounds really good until uh, one of the engineers just prior to introduce me to it. Okay. So uh, we're going to listen to that, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to roll with this music. I guess since you got your little clipboard back, you're going to be able to uh, come up with some good music. You, 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 uh, I'm trying to figure out what mode. Like, I have my list here, but it may switch up. And I'm just in, mm. like, this, you know, kind of smooth effect. But, you know, Friday's normally turn up day. Yeah, yeah. So I might... Mix it a little. Maybe I I start out a little slow, mm-hmm. and then towards the end, you know, if we get to my songs, if you don't have too many to play, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I mean, I, we go back and forth, and we'll take your hype, and we'll 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 leave out with that, and give everybody the energy for the weekend. And in the, in between those music things, there's a couple of topics that I would like for us to to address, to, just to get your view on it. Like, uh, for instance, um, the young man that most recently they got killed, uh, Rashad. Rashad. Yes. Uh, I want to know your views, know you all's views on that whole thing, because there's a couple of questions uh, that I would like to ask, like uh, just to see what what other people are thinking. Okay. Uh, that's more information that surface about the whole thing, uh, and then I want to know what you feel about the police officers deciding to take a day off. I think we talked about that the other day, so we don't, we don't have to address them no more. I hope they went to work today. Yeah. But uh, so there's a couple of things, and then this whole thing with all these young brothers just all of a sudden coming up lynched or yeah. We need to in kinda, California, and ca- yeah. uh, not only is it, I think it's just like California, apart. yeah, and yeah. then they, yeah, so and then see what your thoughts are. What do you think we should do to, like, ride two at a time, something to you know stop not be driving late at night by yourself, and all that kind of thing. And just so, open up that conversation because I know that there's a lot of people that have stories. Like, you know what? I'm gonna tell you before, even before the even even back younger for me, mm-hmm. when before even just staying, we used to be taught that. Don't walk in the wrong neighborhood, especially living in Chicago. Don't go on Cicero because, you know, that's where a lot of the white folks are. Some of them, they, they risk, you know, not to go across that side of the, of the line. Don't wear no red cap because that belongs to the vice laws. There was so many don'ts in my head when I was growing up. If you wear this type of cap, don't turn it that way. I, that I automatically knew. I had a whole list, list of things that I knew not to do. So you're like, what can I do? Yeah, but I was already, I was good when I already knew. I, it, it was yeah. just like it was just like putting on your clothes. You knew yeah. what to do. Okay, no, that, why are you wearing a red cap? You know you can't wear no red cap. Not on that block. Yeah. You know, and things like that. Same thing as it is with uh, with uh, with the racist thing. There were certain places in Chicago that you don't need to be caught at on that time, at that time of night or day, and night specifically. Mm-hmm. So to me, uh, what we're dealing with now is not kind of like my mother just said, it's nothing new under the sun. Those things still existed. And I think the young ones are just arriving to us. Like, listen, we already knew that you don't need to be, you see an F-150, you know what that means. A truck, an F-150, <laughs> you think it's somebody, uh, somebody wants some white boys that you think going to get you. Because that's what we grew up knowing you know mm-hmm. so i'm not really shocked by it i'm always ready you know what i'm saying I, i'm ready so i don't have to get ready you know what i'm saying uh, 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 you yeah. learned that from my brother Patrick. yeah 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 <laughs> I, I'm, I'm always ready so i don't have to get ready I, I know what that's like to uh you know certain things you know you don't do i know you know when the police pull you over what you need me to do I, i'm immediately compliant like what you need me to do mm-hmm. you say something about my mom i don't care i mean i'm good mm-hmm. what do you need me to do and i just listen all the way out so, because I, I can't, you can't win when they stop you. So, I, I, I actually thought about that as well because, likewise, you know, I know mm-hmm. what you need to do, you right. know. But there, I think a lot of people that aren't, you know, aware of how it should be, how it should be handled. Are they not the aware, the day, or they, or they just feel like 
you just not going to because you remember okay when I moved here from Chicago when I moved here from Chicago uh, and even some of my other friends you would run into somebody from the south and they say yes sir and no sir and no ma'am be like why are you saying that because <laughs> in the city they like I don't I mean they make they, it feels it makes them feel different than what you and I or the younger people down south we say yes sir and no sir and no ma'am mm-hmm. it's not we it, we don't feel no kind of way we're just giving you respect mm-hmm. but depends on what your demographics are where you're from they don't feel like you should be able to comply. And so they feel like that's compliant. So I think people sometimes, uh, depending on your geographics, where you're from and where you, the way you was raised, mm-hmm. when the police pull you off, you automatically ready to, to pop off. You got to say something, Jay? Yeah, man. Um, another point, um, we are programmed in a way, you know what I'm saying, when it comes down to the whole situation. I seen a video yesterday. This little kid had to be six, seven, eight, possibly playing basketball outside. Police rolled past him. He hit, literally looked down the street and hid behind his car. Now, let me tell you about that. Man. Live, live, see, that's not new to me. Because living in Chicago, five or six years old, oh, let me just turn the other way. It's like you know. So it, I can't just blame it on what's happening today. I knew that living in the projects in Chicago be like, uh, let me just go on because they about to throw down. I'm, you, I'm you six. You talk to fear. Yeah, you, you're actually. Oh, you talk to, to you, not only not just fear. You talk to survive and you know what to do. So yeah, it's not like not necessarily to. fear. You be like, I'm not going to be bothered with it. I don't look at the little kid as being afraid. I'm looking at him being smart enough. Like I'm not even going to go down this road. Mm-hmm. I look at him as being smart. Like I already know what that's about. I don't look at him as being afraid per se. I look at him as being aware. You see what I'm saying? It's like, no, this little fella, he he, he know what to do. I used to tell my little brother, like, or anybody I knew was younger than me, you, you don't do that. Yeah. And you you teach him. Yeah. And so for me, I'm happy he was smart enough to recognize, like, I ain't even finna go down this road. That's on them to teach me better to love you. I already know what I say. I know what your history is like. Yeah. Yeah. You know? What comes along with it. What comes along with it. All right, y'all. Let's go on and get this party started here. Uh, and then we'll be right back. This is uh, Alvin. And Edmund on the Old Fashioned Health Show on The Real 1100. Lift every voice and sing Till earth and heaven ring Ring with the harmonies Of liberty let our rejoicings rise high as the listening skies. Let it resound loud as the rolling sea. Now I'm gonna sing a song full of the faith that the dark past has told. Said I'm gonna sing, sing a song Full of the hope that the present has brought us I'm gonna sing, sing a song Yeah, I'm gonna lift my voice and Brought us. 
Facing the rising sun Of a new day begun Let us march on Till victory is won Rejuvenation for youthfulness and beauty is trending worldwide. People are getting laser hair removal, Botox, dermal fillers, skin brightening, tightening, lifting, and reshaping. SmartPlex ATL, a comprehensive medical spa, located in East Cobb, 4799 Old Town Parkway. You can also visit us online at smartplexatl.com. Dr. Alexander and his team enjoy pampering you while you receive customized treatments in a beautiful, calming, zen-like atmosphere. SmartPlex ATL, we are your Hollywood destination for exciting, youthful rejuvenation. All right, y'all. Welcome back to the Old Fashioned Health Show. Good health inside and out. This is Alvin. And Edmund. Here on The Real 1100, y'all. We about to get this party started. The plane is about to take off. Taxi in the runway. And uh, you all sit back, buckle, and enjoy the ride as we take off. Now, one of the things I was asking you about, I had a couple of topics I wanted to see, get your get your opinion on. Okay. Um, so let's just talk about uh, Rashad for a minute. Um, well, yeah, let's talk about Rashad, and then we'll go back to uh, uh, what's the young lady name that they shot? She was in her bed, sleep, her and her boyfriend, uh, Breonna Taylor. Breonna Taylor. Okay, we'll go back yeah. to that. Okay, so I uh, was talking to some friends today, and they were talking about Rashad, and a lot of people are asking the question, why did he run? Okay. And um, so from what I'm understanding, there have been some previous uh, legal situations going on. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is just speculation. I don't know this to be true, but he had some legal situations that he was faced with, uh, supposedly. And he ran because he knew that it would be uh, something about, um, had something to do with him being on probation. Okay. And that if he, that he, he knew at that point, he's going to end up going back to jail. So now running at that point, they already got you. You think they're not, they're still going to still find you. But from what, that was one of the uh, speculations that I was told. Okay. Um, but my thing for that is, unless you're in that situation, you really just don't know how you're going to react. I, I, I'm glad you said, I was waiting. Like, I, I don't like to interrupt people in the, yeah. in the middle of their thought, but right. I was waiting because my thing was too, I heard that portion, mm -hmm. but I also heard the portion that, you know, um, from his child's mother, mm -hmm. um, that he had spent the day with their daughter, mm -hmm. her birthday, I'm sorry, the previous day, mm -hmm. with his daughter, mm -hmm. who was turning eight years old, on the day that he was shot. He was shot over in the morning, but he had taken her to do, I guess, the daddy-daughter birthday type princess thing mm -hmm. or whatever, to get her nails done and beautified and that whole right, nine right. or whatever. And like you say, you really never know what is crossing someone's mind. That may have crossed his mind that, you know what, I have a prior conviction or situation um if they arrest me i'm definitely going to jail and that's a done deal right. but what if you know the fact of his daughter was on his mind right. her birthday was that day and if he did go to jail you know that he wouldn't be able to spend that day with her knowing no how special that day you know is to her right you know maybe after yeah y'all can get me yeah, out get me by, after by, by, you I got my car one more time yes but yeah. even, even you know it's 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 odd man because it's like even looking at the video footage of how the officer, you know, was speaking with him, just having conversation with mm -hmm. him, you know, as if, you know, everything is okay prior to, you know, 
him trying to go to arrest him. Right. You know, I guess he was thinking, you know, well, maybe they'll this, let me go. They'll I'm, let me go on I'm, this situation. We have a good dialogue. Yeah. I, I don't. I, to me, if that if that dude had been white and had been in Buckhead, I myself personally don't think it would have went that far. I think they would have let him go home, sleep it off. Mm-hmm. Get, because this is the, this is my question. Y'all check this out. If he was drunk, why did you ask him to move the car? Move the vehicle. How come he could he could have drove the car over the dog on? If you thought he was drunk, why would you ask him to please move your car? And then they said, well, we didn't know he was drunk until at that time. Okay, so if you asked him to move the car, then why you just didn't say, okay, go ahead and move your car and go home? So or call somebody to come yeah, and get you. Okay, oh, if you ask me to move the car, that means you think I'm alert enough to drive. So yeah. you just could have said, all right, we got you. Well, go ahead and drive your car. But now you want me to get out. You've asked me to move the car. Then you want me to get out the car and you want to run this whole sobriety test. If you needed to run a sobriety test because you thought I was drunk, you should have never asked me to move the car. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Or or if you just if you were just gonna really be if you thought I was drunk, you should have said just step aside and the officer could have moved the car. But you didn't have no in my mind, there was no gray area you was willing to give me. You was automatically in my mind looking for something to try to find a way to just say, I'm going to write you up for something. If you was going to give me a warning, you'd have gave me a warning when you knocked on the car and said, move on. Your intentions on giving me a warning was not even an option. So that's the problem I got with this. I I cannot give them, in my mind, a a fair, uh, I mean, a pass to think that you would maybe going to give him a break. Because Mm -hmm. if you was going to give him a break, when you told him to move the car, you told him, okay, you didn't walk up, go ahead on, go home. Lock up, call somebody, come get you. Oh No, you just, since you think I'm all right, just, you told me to move the car. If you thought I was drunk already, you wouldn't have told me to move the car. Well, even even, even if, we're going to just say even if, Mm -hmm. you know, just move the car out the way, over Mm -hmm. to the side or whatever. Right. You move, he's moved, he moved the vehicle over to the side in the parking lot. Right. You know, open the door or whatever. If you see what's going on, and I'm not saying let everybody off the hook. I I, I understand. Well, I'm saying let everybody off the hook. You can make peace, let's make peace. Lock that, lock that door and call somebody to come get your Uber. I, I don't know, you know, but. You know what's for odd the about and that man loses life like that. That's just not and then, right. That's, you know what gets me? Right. Why you why you gonna kick me and stand on me? That's the part. I was like, that's just like it's heartless. It's like and then, but now you want me to feel bad, and you don't understand why I'm mad. You really don't understand why I'm mad. Now, also, you know, I, the funny part is I've had a conversation with one of my best friends, who's actually a police officer. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, in a different state, but um, we've had conversation about. How things and their heart is racing too. I'm not making no excuses. Don't don't even I, take I, it there. I, I, I'm just you. saying we're, we're, just, like we're trying to look at it from different perspectives and that's that scenario. But your heart ain't racing at a drive through McDonald's. No, I, I, you know, and and I've I've seen situations like that before uh, occur. You know, you coming from somewhere and it, you're tired or, or whatever it may be. You know, some people doze off. People have done that, and, and there's no alcohol involved. And they knock on the door and let them go. Um, See back. So this is a whole nother. St- um, type of view of looking at it. Laws was not made, uh, they just started coming up with laws back, laws were made for us to abide by. You know you know, you know what I'm saying? You That's, know. That we're going to put these laws in pro- in place, we're talking about Juneteenth now, Juneteenth, for the African Americans to start following. It wasn't for them. My brother Warren told me, he said rules were made for people to follow and but, but that, what follow them? Not everybody follows the rules. Right. Let's, the let. rules are made for the people who follow them because some people just they just do their own thing. But the rules were put together all together, not for they were put together for a people, black people. All I'm saying is, you know, look at the history of why or how the police department was created. 
Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? That's yeah, a lot stuff. of people Let's don't know the real. origin of it. Yeah. Right. The origin, long, the history if you, behind if, it. As but long but as you know the origin. I but mean, but let me tell you about that though. Even if you know the origin of how why it was set, it's kind of like uh, why uh, educational institution were put together. It's one thing to know. Let's just say you decide you want to be a police officer without knowing what the origin of the police office, police department was even set up for. You going in there with the intentions on to serve and protect because that's what you know it to be. Now. Differently, what they may would have should have wanted to do is say, when I train you as a police officer, let me teach you what the orange of what the police department was put together first for. And we're trying to change that rule. It's no longer was set in place to be to govern a, a race of people. But so I have to get those other officers that came in to be a police officer, serve and protect. That that's what they was coming because all police officers are not bad. They're not. They coming in there to serve and protect. They don't know nothing mm-hmm. about it was set up. I'm I'm 25 years. I'm going to be a police officer. I don't know nothing about the origin of why the police department was set up. You don't know why this, this uh, radio station was set up. Did you know that this used to be a black radio station that where Martin Luther King used to uh, do his announcements and stuff? Here? That yeah. No, no. This is no one, one of the oldest no black radio stations. No I, I didn't know this for a while. So you come in, but what if we also knew this same room? I've had shows to come on before our show come on back in the day, and they was say some of the racist stuff you ever want, talking on the same mic you and I talking on. Exact same mic. I mean, just bel- just belittling Barack Obama calling Michelle all kind of names, and I could never get here early enough to catch them in. The <laughs> but they they show. So what I guess what I'm saying, even though the origin of the police what it was set up for, mm-hmm. everybody don't know their origin, and they're not trying to come in there to live their origin. They come in there to serve and protect. So I can't put that all on all the police officers. I can, that's just like playing with a with a big brush to say all police officers know why it was set up, and they come in here and do the same. They they yeah. not come in there and do the same thing. They they love. I mean, when I was young, I used to be a police, having a little badge and everything. <laughs> Pants look kind of nice on you and all that kind of. You know, you looking good. You're like, oh yeah, I'm a police officer, and he play with the little kids. I'm the police, but now some of those people have taken the police job and just completely made it look awful. Do and you, that ain't fair to them. They really mean the good for it. What do you think that stems from? Like in the sense, I remember uh, a few years back, they were doing like this huge um, officer, like they were just requesting people, just if you mm-hmm. yeah. if you want to be a police officer, just, you know, come and, and you know, take the yeah, course know, or yeah, whatever yeah, to become, yeah. you know, go through the academy or what have you. Is it that people really just don't have the the knowledge of what that is anymore? Or? I think they know what it is. I think they come within, they, they teach them in, in the police academy. You come to serve and protect. You're here to protect the people. Mm-hmm. These are citizens. This is what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. no, no, that, no. That is what they teach them. Now, so you got to understand, Jerry, if you're on the board, you're taught to run the board for your people that are in here and somebody else come here and they run the board the way they want to run to it. When they come to that, when they, the, the friends I have, they went to the police academy, both male and female, so excited to be a police officer. And they they wanted to be a police officer. Then from there, they said, "Okay, then I'm gonna be an attorney." Okay. So then I so their intentions was right. Okay. Everybody, everybody ain't coming in with the same intention. It's just like one bad apple spoiling for the whole everybody. And that's 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 but you a think lot of you, things. It's it's. I feel like that the whole origin of you know the department is no different from the educational system. Miss Miss Education, they'll tell you you know one thing, and it's totally different. You know what I'm saying? But let me tell you what that now. So let me, let me. So this is another thing. This is what my mother taught me. It is on your parents and or people that's especially if you're in a household of folks. When you know better, you can't let your kid go out there and you know that that ain't right, that they teaching them wrong. And you let your son and daughter go to school and you know it's, it's being miseducated. There's some information that's being missed. When I when I was in school. My mother would tell us, tell me whatever I need to know about Dr. Martin Luther King other than what I'm reading in the book so I can understand for myself. You you don't just 
uh, throw somebody in any institution that's that's supposed to be go ahead. One more time. I ain't I ain't trying to cut you off. I wanted you to finish. Go ahead. But how can a baby raise a baby? And I was just about to ask the I'm question: What if they wasn't aware and I, they don't have that information? How can you pass I'm, that on I'm, if you're not aware of it? Okay, well let me tell you. So you, let me tell you, there's no way you ain't ready for this answer. Now. Go ahead. Yeah, I'll be ready. Go ahead. If if my mother didn't do anything else to further her knowledge, then who fault is that? If my mother didn't do anything else to further educate herself to better educate her kids, now who who fault is that? So in order, in order, so for my, so, so in order, for in order for me to be able to learn better, yeah. and if it's my job to raise my my brother or my sister or my my daughter and my son, if if you cannot be exposed to so many things in life, my mother was a hairdresser. She used to come tell us so many stories about stuff she learned, mm-hmm. different type of. My mother was the one taught me about vitamin C, vitamin E, all types of herbs in the proper way to eat. Okay. Now, that's because she was willing to learn and then share. Exactly. Now, if my, you're not willing, like if too. you don't have a teachable spirit and all you want to do is one thing and go to the club, then <laughs> then what? So how can that child learn? But that's what I'm saying. When, and then when you do know better, you still don't want to hear it. Like I'm telling you now. You probably don't know better because at the end of the day, you don't know yourself as a human. You don't know. When you born on the first day you were here, you don't right. even know who you are. So how can you? But here's, here's what I'm trying to tell you. If you don't know. Between the age of one to sixteen, you don't know nothing. You just hear, not know nothing. Okay, but, just but I'm saying you you hadn't been taught anything. better. you was raised I only said, your I, environment. Right. Your, your product yeah, of only, your environment. Product of your environment. Okay. All of a sudden, you get to go somewhere. Okay. And wow, this is the Empire State Building. Oh, I can't hold my father accountable for not being a father all my life. At some point, I got to say, okay, he didn't do it. Let me. I I can't keep holding it all my life because I would never get any better. If I keep holding on to to just this one thing and I get an opportunity that I get a chance to see something different, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then that's when you learn. You can't, if you don't, I can see you saying that um, you, in one environment, you don't get a chance to learn anything. The, the people in the hood, let's just go with some people that's in the hood that don't get exposed and don't get exposed to a basketball team or anything like that. They just see what they see on television. They see street ball and don't know the proper way to play basketball because mm-hmm. I played with some folks like that. Okay. They play dirty. It's like, you can't, that is not the rules of the game. <laughs> you know, but... That's when it's on us to teach each other better. We just can't go around here not trying to teach each other better. That ain't right. Well, well, yeah, and you you have to have someone that how long is willing we supposed to, to stay ignorant is my question. So if you, how long are we supposed to stay ignorant? That's my question. It's so, not the fact that how long they stay ignorant. It's, it's how long we're not going to know our neighbors to teach that child. I feel like it takes a community to, to raise a raise child. A child. Yes. Okay, well, that's the, okay, let's use that. All I right. lived on 543 West, uh, 543 North Central in Chicago. Fought every day, what year? all kind of stuff. No, 543 what, was. What year? Back in eight, back in 70 something when they had what, drugs. What, what year it is now with social media and a lot of access? But here's my point. I didn't, well, you know how I learned? Because somebody else had to, was willing to teach me and I was willing to learn. There you go. You were willing but, to learn. But, but it, get at this. some point in time, that had to click for you though. So, so my question is are you trying to say these babies or these people that are out there now at the age of 30? 25, and when you try to tell them something, they don't want to hear. What you supposed to do? Can't do nothing. Okay, so then who fault is that? What you mean? I mean, you have baby boys out here. What do you mean? Meaning grown men that has that same mindset. But when you try to teach them, what do you do? If they don't want to learn. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. When you say you're trying to teach them and they don't want to learn. Right. And and this is, again, not making an excuse. But I want to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's that they... 
aren't able to learn it the way that you're trying to teach it. Mm. I'm with that. And they can't hear it the way that you're trying to say it. So what do you suggest? And you're 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 becoming frustrated because they're not picking it up the way that you want them to because to you anybody it's common sense and I'm telling you and you you know I, but you're tell it's like speaking a foreign language. They're not hearing it the way that you're you're saying it and the way that you're hearing it because that's your language. So what right. you have to do and that's no different than you know moving forward with the police uh, force or whatever. We got to do something to where um, these communities and stuff are integrated and these people are aware of different places that you go and how to conduct. I'm not saying I'm not saying talk in, in a certain kind of language, but hold on, hold on. There are there are situations that I've seen that have been, you know, um, de-escalated. In the okay. sense of because that officer may have been a little bit more comfortable with the environment that they're been around. Exposed. Yeah, if someone drop you off in the middle of somewhere that you've never been another country or whatever, you don't know how to respond. Right. And 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 so what's to the that degree, is my question. I'm telling my opinion. Right. I mean, but to that degree, that's where you would be. You know, ignorant in that sense. If someone takes you and drops you off in the middle of a right. whole like other country, us, you're in, yeah, we don't know okay. nothing about this. All right. 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 And, and look what we've had to ha have had to do this far and to get to where we are now. and still I'm, fighting even today in 2020 but what i'm saying as far as i think it's just an element of like i don't know it's got to be some some diversity in there it's some, i don't necessarily know I, I feel like it goes down to the basis and i know this sound cliche but i'm a tupac fan i'm pretty sure uh, you're a tupac, a tupac fan. and biggie the yeah. hate you Same give teacher. little infants uh -huh. f Everybody, thug life. Right. That's that was a quote behind right. it. Right. So if you don't start from the root, from that when that child is a, a, a child when it's first born from the ground up, mm. then what you, you gonna have? You, a, a big baby okay, that so, that can't learn. And so I like to give. I like so now this is. We might not even. We might have to keep talking and not even go into the music. Because hold on, because my thing is, I want to piggyback off of what he was saying as far as with the Tupac thing mm -mm. and where you come from. Because he didn't stay the, the same. He he didn't. No, he embraced another culture and lifestyle because he, he, he was he was introduced to that world and learned that language and incorporated that into his world uh -huh. and into his music so he can get into the minds of some of the people that could only hear it a certain kind of way. Right. This is also a person doing Keep Your Head Up, right. Dear Mama, yeah. and those things and wrote poetry and was really good friends with Jada Pinkett. So right. you have that aspect and also went to art school and that whole night. Right, right, right. So... I guess what I'm saying, like even even with me, I mean, there's different situations where I've been embracing different cultures that I'm not necessarily, you know, accustomed to. And I and, learned from and, you because you be trying to teach me. <laughs> he be trying to be like, I oh, don't do like this, like oh, whatever. <laughs> but no, I mean, I, I just because, bruh, coming uh, coming up, like I went to a lot of different schools, mm -hmm. so I always had to start over new. Right. Every school mm -hmm. that I attended. Mm -hmm. Initially, like I know people that have, have gone to the same school with the same people their entire lives. And that's cool. And that's right. your comfort zone. Right. But when you had to go like out there and start all over again at a certain point to where it's at zero. And then you, you know, it's it, you have to learn the a environment. Whole new environment a whole new, new people, yeah. new way of culture. And likewise. Of, right. But also, also with that, you are representing, you know, who and what you are and how you live. Mm hmm in that world think about it like this you know you're being introduced to where something's new to you but you could be something new to someone else yeah yeah we embrace on both sides yeah. well, i'm trying to get back to the root though what's up so uh dj 9d was saying about if you uh was raised a certain way from the root up 
What you mean, though? I'm trying to. I'm what, going by what he said. I'm, I'm saying. Elaborate on I'm that. saying the hate you give of the infants else everybody. Meaning, like, if you don't start from the root, when that child is a child, when that child's mind is developing, his brain is developing. They say that do that in the stomach. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That too. That too. But mm-hmm. as well as you know, it's hard to, it's hard to change teach a grown man that thinks he knows everything. Compared yes, to a Lord, child, I, mm. yeah. So, but let me ask you this, though. So, let me ask y'all this: Do you? So, with that analogy that you're giving about the way they're raised from the root, are you telling me that there's not a, that that you can't that you should just I'm, throw them away? That I'm they, not, they no, can't be no, taught. No, I'm not different? saying that because my father, my prime example, my father, Father's Day um, on Sunday. Shout out to all the fathers. Shout but yeah, father, um, my father, he didn't have a father. I met my grandfather one time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he raised me up to be the man I am today. And you and bad. Uh, you just bad. You stay in Trump. I'm just kidding, y'all. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you don't have to. Sometimes, sometimes it's it's only a few though. Only a few that comes out of a, a tight situation when they don't have okay. guidance. But it's some that absorb everything. Yeah. That absorbs a lot of stuff and can't be. Coachable. Okay. You have to be coachable. Can't be teach. Can't have a, don't have a teachable spirit. What you about to say? No, I was about to say it, it's funny. You know uh, what I have because I'm gonna defend that. Both of, Go ahead. Both of, with you. Mm-hmm. You know, with your mom and, and we you know, we a lot alike because we we, we came Jared, from a single family. In regards to um, his father and like my father, you know, what I'm saying as far as I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't have the luxury of meeting my grandfather mm-hmm. on either side. Right. My dad's father passed when he was six. Mm-hmm. And my mom's dad passed when she was in in high school. Mm. So, you know, what my father has instilled in me, because I'm a spitting image, but also like we, I'm that dude. You feel what I'm saying? As far as he and I are so much alike that it's ridiculous. He's always tried to, you know, give me everything that, you know, he didn't receive. Or at least he received up until the age of six, you know. Um, and any additional things that he learned throughout life, he always made sure that he gave me that information, even still to this day. And, you know, I'm grown and he's, you know, of course, grown. But our conversations. So you got, you got me. something he and I, Jerry and I didn't get. Well, I didn't get Jerry. Probably, I didn't get and, I didn't get that. You didn't get what? I came from a single family home with just my mother. Really? Yeah. But hold on, hold on. I turned out to be. And, and hold on. You know what I'm saying? saying? Even with Jerry's a house, situation. A, a house full of women. A house full of women. All okay. I like to say, you know, my father was, you know out there doing mm-hmm. his thing or whatever the case may be. I was raised by my mom, my auntie, my two aunties, mm-hmm. and my grandmother, all mm-hmm. in one house. My right. uncle, that's my mom's only brother, was in and out of jail. Right. And he was like pretty much like that male figure. He was out in the streets. Right. You know what I'm saying? But again, it's just all about what you absorb. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Right. It's some absorb negativity. It's some that absorb positivity. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, my coach told me, you have to be cultured by anything you do. You yes, know I ain't Lord. go to you know I ain't go to school for this to be a board operator. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm learning off the gristle. I'm being coachable. Like it's what? just if you have it, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> Straight yeah. up. Yeah. Mm. And, and I'm yeah, man. That's and I'm I, sure your your mom, your aunties, and everybody as well as yours, and likewise with mine. I know what mine brings. Let to me the tell table. you something. You feel what I'm saying? So they hold on. They they stand in that position of both. You know, I'll say this. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to even limit it Limit okay. it to both. Mm. I'll say someone, some some of them, if you're blessed it, enough to have them, they try to be everything for you that they feel that you need mm-hmm. and that you don't have. Right. You right. know. That's true. And that's powerful. But going back to what you were saying as far as, you know, being a product of your environment and it takes a, a, village. a village to raise a child, you still 
hopefully, you know, you have someone in your life or have had someone, your uncle or something to just give you that encouragement, advice or whatever. Even if it's they telling you, you know what, you see what I'm doing. Don't do this. This yeah. is not the right way. Yeah. This yeah. is what I'm Jerry, doing. Jerry oh, had, yes. So you learn Jerry, from Jerry that as well. That. Yes. Jerry had that. You, learn, you learn from that as well. So, so as but, long as you're willing to learn and somebody is willing to teach you, like my dad said, you can learn something from anyone, no matter who it is. Like don't downplay a level of success or where somebody is. Somebody on the on the corner that's that's down on their down drop, and out can I'm teach you, you something. Jerry that you can about utilize that, that information later in yeah, life to get through. On, yeah, that on I told that homeless man had yeah. me in tears on the street one yeah. day. Then taught me something I ain't never. Sometimes I, them be angels and you don't even know. It I'm not gonna to do this with you. All right, we're gonna play one of our songs. We're gonna play one of my songs, then one of uh Edmund's song. Uh, but we come back after we play. So you play my song and then add my song, all right? And we're going to come back to the conversation. And then we're going to come back to the conversation. Now, this is the question I got when we come back to the conversation. Do y'all believe that life is ordained? Like, your life is already set on being what it's going to be. So so that's don't, you don't ask a question now. So do you believe? We don't even have you, enough time on the air to go into that. Well, see, you, that's a conversation. Use, we use what go you got. Right. I want to know, do you believe you are, your life is already set in place already? That's my question. All right, we'll be right back.
Just for Pets Wellness Center reminds old-fashioned health listeners and pet owners to never leave pets unattended inside a parked vehicle, not even for a quick errand. Temperatures can rise to dangerous levels fast. Visit our website for more information at www.just4petsfl.vet or give us a call at 239-270-5721. All right, y'all. Welcome back to the Old Fashioned Health Show. This is Alvin. And Edmund. All right, y'all. Ready for that question I asked? I will repeat it once again. You all feel free to chime in. Call at 404-603-8770. Oh, I meant to tell you, you know we're getting the extra 30 minutes. You know what we're going to do? do we? work with? No, not today. Oh, not today? Okay. No. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, no, uh, I have no problem with it, man. I, I enjoy it. Man, when fr- look, on Friday, we leave up out here. Everybody be like, you dead <laughs> tired from the week. From the week. <laughs> yeah, no, right? Yeah. That's why, that's why I threw that little... Hype song in there with Mariah, you know, a little that was make it happen, and that's why I put Phyllis Hyman in there somewhere in my lifetime. God, I love that song, you know. All right, y'all. So the question I asked the fellas were was, um, do you believe? And I'm asking it to the listeners out there again. The number is four zero four six zero three eight seven seven zero. Now, do you believe your path in life has already been ordained to be such, or uh, do you think that? Um, do you think? It's not. Do you think that you can change the trajectory of your life by moves you make, or do you think where you headed to in a few minutes is already in place? All right. So you, you, who wants to go? You want me to go? You want yeah, me please go first, sir. All right. Please. All right. So <clears throat> I would say I would say yes. I feel like um, every decision that you make, you know, is part of your journey. Are you listening? Uh-huh, I'm listening okay. to you. All right, all right, nah, listen, I'm, I'm listening to you, but you got fans that's texting me. I don't know why they text well, me. They don't text well, you, but let, go ahead. You, on. you pay attention to it because you asked okay, me the question. Let them, right, we can okay, come back okay, to that. Okay. I mean, yeah, got, go ahead. All right, all right, appreciate all right. appreciate <laughs> your, your undivided attention. All right, what you, what, what you got? But no, I'm, I'm, I I think so, you know, uh, because it's a yes or no. I don't want to leave any gray area in that. I definitely say yes in the sense of because um, the decisions that you make definitely affect your journey. Okay. Um. But I think that as much control as we may think that we have over our lives, uh, ultimately, we only have the control over the decisions that we make. You know, so I I, I feel like the the path has been set. OK. You know, um, by the source, you know, by God. God. You can say God because uh, I ain't got yeah, okay. God, source, okay. father, father, God, whatever you whatever your relationship right, is. Church. We, we talk a little bit different when okay. we conversing. Right. 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 Whatever. But um. No, I, I I think that along the way, you get your messages. Um, that in in your uh, this is what my my mom and I call them your um, uh, your assignments. Okay, you know whatever they may be, and a lot of times I think that when you first start, begin to get them, you may not even completely understand them. Okay, then it happens to where there may be some that understand once you begin to, and then some that not, but later in life, you know, and sometimes much later than, than sooner, um, it becomes recognized. Like, wow. you know, Like this the old folks say you understand it by and by? Hey, yeah, I, I, by and by. Okay. That's just my take on it. Now that might be wrong as two left shoes, but for me, that's what works. If it so works for you? That's what I'm going with. DJ 90, do you think our life has already been planned for us? Or what do you think? You know, like how, um, Okay, happy Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. You know how Martin Luther King laid the foundation. You know how right. Malcolm X laid the foundation. Mm-hmm. They so passed away. Dollar, yeah. They passed away at an um, early age. Mm. And what people usually say when somebody real, real good 
you know passed away that contribute a lot to just humanity uh -huh. you know they serve their purpose yeah in their time so all that to say this um keep it short um just by you saying that person served their purpose mm -hmm. you should know automatically that you know everybody has their own path that's you know look at that's him laid. what is he doing how you gonna interrupt that man on his because we both look at him. We were trying to figure out what you were doing. Say he was looking. He was looking like what you doing. But go ahead. Disregard me over here. This man is in mid thought. Like no, no, do that. No, no, it's good. I mean, like I said, you know, everybody got their purpose to serve in life, and and when it comes down to that, you know, everybody has their own foundation. Everybody has their story written already. You know what I'm saying? It's never. You ever heard that phrase? You know, you always on time. Mm. You always on time when it comes down to it. You, if you feel like, oh man, I don't have this house yet, I don't have this car because you're not ready yet. Say that one. Can you say that one more time? Well, then, what, he, I think you. You know what? I'm not going to respond to. I think what you said sums it all up. Yeah. Mm. At the end of the day, what at the end saying? of the day, you never too late. Time. Mm. See, a lot of people think time is a straight line. Time rotates around you. If you don't sleep, you could do everything ever. You know what I'm saying? Mm, preach, brother. Yeah. Preach. Look, he shaking his head. Right. <laughs> Let's go ahead on. Hey, I, I, church. Listen, you want? Did you need to piggyback off of that? I, or did you, you want to just give him an amen because that was his speech? Because no, you know it, that platinum up beards and carrying In actuality, what I want to say is, like, this should be a whole nother show in itself. This is for Juneteenth, though. Yeah, but I mean, let's keep. Didn't you just say let's keep? Why Juneteenth got to be one? I get it. You know, the celebration of of the day. <laughs> let's let's continue it. No, let's let's keep it going to like um We'll do Juneteenth next Friday after we do Thursday. <laughs> See, there you go. I'm, I'm trying to be serious here. You, oh, no, 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 I, I feel like no. we should do it for the whole um for the whole at least, you know, I, honestly it should be for every day. That's but let's oh, make it make, okay, let's say this. Let's let's say this here today okay. on the air. Okay. On Juneteenth. Let's collectively have a Juneteenth moment every day. There you go. Okay, cool. And when I say that, you don't stop. You putting the, the box. Don't don't do the box thing. This that's ain't just, a sewing kit. We know what you're talking no, no, about. No, 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 no. We need to start begin to incorporate. You see, there you go. You just talked <laughs> about the people that wouldn't listen, and here you I'm, are not I, listening. I, but we, you won't listen to what I'm. But what we I'm trying amen, to say. and you, we, we agree. I don't need an amen. That's not what I'm, I'm here for. I, that that oh, part yeah. I don't need. What I'm talking about is incorporating what we're saying and saying it to the listeners and putting it out there for those that may not hear it yeah. on how to. Uh, additionally support you know whether it be the the youth coming up or either taking care of the old or whatever that may be because if you don't know better you can't do better but if somebody's putting it out there at least putting it see in your mindset to do that you know and, and teaching you how to raise these children in the community you know and and give them as much information education common sense because some people got a degree in common sense and don't have a, a phd Amen. 400, 400 so, years is a long time to collaborate in one day or even a month. I'm just saying. So every day is a celebration. You better celebrate every yeah, day. Yeah. Every day is a birthday when you wake up and open your eyes. But put some out there in somebody. Invest in, in your kids. Invest in your, your family members. Invest in, in that. Okay. So so um, real quick, we're going to go to your song. Go our song real quick. Get a piece of each song. But the next time we have a conversation, yeah. my conversation, my question to you all are going to be how important do you think singers 
are in our lives as African Americans? What what role do you think the singers okay. are in our life? I gotta right. come over to good stuff when we're Don't I be good? Yeah. See, I'll be good. Let's get this song so we can get back. <laughs> All right, we we'll be right back. <laughs> All right, y'all, we are back. We couldn't give y'all the whole song because we got caught up in all our conversation. Uh, we only got a couple more minutes left on the air. We, we'll be sh- landing this plane. Oh, wow. <clears throat> Didn't time go by fast? Really quickly. Okay, so let's get get to the... I actually, So for me, I think I think you cannot go for, you cannot go forward without the education of the... the proper education of the past from the elders. I, I agree. I agree. I, definitely. I agree. Um, as far as um, the older people... They don't. They don't not making them anymore. Uh, so we have to cherish them, appreciate them, take care of them, and do what we do. They still and making them. This man, I come out with more sense because we're gonna be old one day. <laughs> you just said a lot of them don't have sense. So hopefully, you know, you'll we have be some good. sense. But uh, yeah, man, we we gotta cherish, appreciate, and, t- and take care of them. You know, the older people. Um, okay, Jay, what you think? Um. You know, it's gold. You know, they don't call me old school for nothing. When it comes down to it, I always look for that elderly person for any type of advice, even if they're not up to part when it comes down to certain aspects of right. things. It's Thanks, just the man. fact that you live through certain moments in life mm-hmm. and you just tell me your side. I love history, you know? Okay. I love it. So uh, could you give us a final closing, please, there, um, Mr. Edmund? All right, cool. You close us on. Well, I'm, I'm going to give a thought and then I'll say that. But uh, got, how, how long? I, okay. You got right. 30 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> 30 seconds. Okay, so, yeah, old people, man, some people, time you need to just take some time and chill with them and just slow down what's going on and listen to them and talk to them because they, they've been there. They've done that. Stop thinking that they were never your age or whatever, you know? Right. Okay. All right. Y'all make it a safe, safe, please, safe week. Be safe, be, be safe, blessed. and be, be blessed. Safe. All right. Forever.
thanks for stopping by Old Fashioned Health with your host, Alvin. We hope this show has been informative and entertaining. And more importantly, we hope that we get you in the right direction to have good health inside and out. For more information on Old Fashioned Health, please visit our website at oldfashionedhealth.com. And be sure to join Alvin every Friday at 3 p.m. for Old Fashioned Health right here on 1100 a.m. Take care.